Welcome to the Super Sleuth Podcast, presented by the Frostburg State University Children's Literature Center. Get ready to time travel with your hosts, Bill and Cameron, and use your detective skills to identify our mystery famous person. We'll give you 10 clues about our famous person, plus we'll give you the meanings of three vocabulary words related to our famous person. Using the 10 clues and three vocabulary words, can you identify our mystery famous person? Be sure to listen all the way through our podcast because Bill and Cameron will also have a special segment involving superheroes and will tell you all about an awesome new book. If you like our podcast, be sure to follow us on SoundCloud. Are you ready to have fun? Let's start the Super Sleuth Podcast. Welcome to Episode 7, Season 3. Are you ready, Cameron? Yes, I am. Okay, let's go. Who was the person that we featured the last episode? The person that we featured last time was none other than Maya Angelou. Yes, and the two books we used were Who Was Maya Angelou by Irene Lopukuku and Rise from a Caged Bird to a Poet of the People, Maya Angelou by Bethany Hedges and illustrated by Tanya Engel. Let's ready. For, are we ready for the Vocabulary. Yes. So the first vocabulary word, it was an adjective, and it meant set apart, separate from others, and that vocabulary word was segregated. The second vocabulary we were looking for was a noun. Definition was last name or family name, and we were looking for surname. And then the last vocabulary word was an adjective, and it meant related to the father's side of the family, and that word was paternal. And the superhero for last week was none other than Luke Cage. So if you guessed Luke Cage, that was the correct answer. Very good. Now we're ready for the clues for this episode. Cameron, would you like to start? Yep, I will start. Clue number one. Born in 1833, I never knew my mother and was raised by my father, a printer, in a house full of books, learning to love reading. Clue number one. Born in 1833, I never knew my mother and was raised by my father, a printer, in a house full of books, learning to love reading. Clue number two. I read the newspaper advertisement for the third time. It said, Wanted. Detective must be observant, determined, fearless, and willing to travel. Contact Pinkerton Agency, 353 Michigan Avenue, Chicago. Clue number two. I read the newspaper advertisement for the third time. It said, Wanted. Detective must be observant, determined, fearless, and willing to travel. Contact Pinkerton Agency, 353 Michigan Avenue, Chicago. Clue number three. I decided to apply for the position, but knew no one would hire a single woman in 1856. So I presented myself as a widow to the Pinkerton Detective Agency. Clue 
clue number three. I decided to apply for the position, but knew no one would hire a single woman in 1856, so I presented myself as a widow to the Pinkerton Detective Agency. Clue number four. Alan Pinkerton thought I was a client, so he carefully wrote in his journal a description of me. It said, medium height, slender, graceful movements, and perfectly self-possessed in her manner. Furthermore, I noted I have brown hair, dark blue eyes, pale broad face, and my expression is sharp, decisive, filled with fire. Clue number four. Alan Pinkerton thought I was a client, so he carefully wrote in his journal a description of me. It said, medium height, slender, graceful movements, and perfectly self-poised in her manner. Furthermore, he noted, I have brown hair, dark blue eyes, pale broad face, and my expression is sharp, decisive, filled with fire. Clue number five. After Pinkerton learned I wanted to be a detective, he told me that a woman could not do the job because it is a physically demanding, dangerous one. But I convinced him that a woman can go places a male agent can't, and I could gain the trust of a criminal's wife or a lady friend, and they would tell me confidential information. Clue number five. After Pinkerton learned I wanted to be a detective, he told me that a woman could not do the job because it is a physically demanding, dangerous one. But I convinced him that a woman can go places a male agent can't, and I could gain the trust of a criminal's wife or a lady friend, and they would tell me confidential information. Clue number six. After thinking about it overnight, Pinkerton hired me as his first lady detective in the agency and the first in the country in 1856. I was only 23 years old. Clue number six. After thinking about it overnight, Pinkerton hired me as his first lady detective in his agency and the first in the country in 1856. I was only 23 years old. Clue number seven. Immediately, I was assigned the Adam Express case, which involved the disappearance of $40,000 from a company that specialized in transporting money and valuables for businesses all over the South by rail, steamboat, and stagecoach. Clue number seven. Immediately, I was assigned the Adam Express case, which involved the disappearance of $40,000 from a company that specialized in transporting money and valuables for businesses all over the South by rail, steamboat, and stagecoach. Clue number eight. I read the case folder carefully and found out that the main suspect was Nathaniel Maroney, manager of the Montgomery office where the packages had originated. He prepared the waybill listing the four packages of cash, 
locked them in a pouch, and later gave them to Mr. Chase, the messenger. He was arrested, jailed, and charged with embezzlement. Clue number eight. I read the case folder carefully and found out that the main suspect was Nathun Maroney, manager of the Montgomery office where the packages had originated. He prepared the waybill listing the four packages of cash, locked them in a pouch, and later they gave them to Mr. Chase, the messenger. He was arrested, jailed, and charged with embezzlement. Clue number nine. I was sure he was guilty, so I traveled from Georgia to Pennsylvania as an undercover agent posing as Madame Embert, a fortune teller whose husband was in prison for forgery. Clue number nine. I was sure he was guilty, so I traveled from Georgia to Pennsylvania as an undercover agent posing as Madame Embert, a fortune teller whose husband was in prison for forgery. Clue number 10. Cleverly, I moved into a hotel near the house where Belle Maroney, wife of Nathan, was staying and became a friend who was fascinated by the story of my husband being in prison and soon confided in me and told me where the money was hidden. Case solved. Clue number 10. Cleverly, I moved into a hotel near the house where Belle Maroney, Nathan's wife, was staying and became her friend. She was soon fascinated by the story of my husband being in prison and soon confided in me and told me where the money was hidden. Case solved. Clue number 11. I was particularly adept at playing different roles, and Pinkerton assigned me to his most important cases, including thwarting the planned assassination of President-elect Abraham Lincoln on his way to Washington for the inauguration. Clue number 11. I was particularly adept at playing different roles, and Pinkerton assigned me to his most important cases, including thwarting the planned assassination of President-elect Abraham Lincoln on his way to Washington for the inauguration. Clue number 12. I changed my name from Kate Carter to Kate, and then you have to figure this out a little bit, Her last name rhymes with the word born, B-O-R-N, and you have to add an E to it. Clue number 12. I changed my name from Kate Carter to Kate. You're looking for her last name, which rhymes with the word born, B-O-R-N, and then you have to add an E to it. We're ready for the vocabulary. Cameron, would you like to do the first? Yes. So the first word is a noun, and it means a list of passengers or goods such as cash on a vehicle. 
The first vocabulary word is a noun, and it means a list of passengers or goods, such as cash on a vehicle. The second word is an adjective. Definition is intended to be kept secret. Second word is an adjective. Definition is intended to be kept secret. And the last clue is a verb, and it means prevent someone from accomplishing something. The last clue is a verb, and it means prevent someone from accomplishing something. And now we're ready for an advertisement. Join the Frostburg State University Children's Literature Center virtually for their 38th Spring Festival of Children's Literature on Friday and Saturday, April 23rd and 24th. The festival will be headlined by award-winning authors and illustrators Jerry Kraft, Ryan T. Higgins, Andrew Warren, and Selena Yoon. Registration for the festival is required. For more information about the Spring Festival of Children's Literature, contact Children's Literature Center by calling 301-687-3133 or visit frostburg.edu slash clc. Again, you can call 301-687-3133 or visit frostburg.edu slash clc. The superhero for this week, uh, I have two clues for you. Clue number one is that he is the famous sidekick of the Dark Knight, and he is also the leader of Teen Titans. So those are your two clues for your superhero. Very good, Cameron. Let's do some information, okay? Go ahead, Cameron. Yes. So we have some exciting things happening with our podcast. Um, so our podcast, if you go to our website, uh, www.frostberg.edu slash CLC, um, our podcast website has been updated um, to now include season three. So if you go on our website, you'll be able to look on season three. And also our website, um, on our website, we have included additional information that we have not been able to share with you through the clues. So if you go on our website, you'll be able to uh, see that additional information along with um, the PDF copies of the clues and the vocabulary words. So teachers who are using this with your class, you will have access to all of this on your website. And I am also here to announce that we will be doing a competition. So we want to give away um, some of the books that we use for our clues. And so um, if you email um, us at frostburgclc at gmail.com, um, give us your name and your grade and you will be, oh yeah, so give us your name, your grade and your school and you will be entered into a drawing to where if you win, you will have the opportunity to get a free book of your choice. Um, and you can also message us on SoundCloud because I know a lot of our listeners use SoundCloud. So if you message us, message us on SoundCloud, you can also just send us your name, your grade, and the name of your school. 
and um, we will do a drawing. And once again, if you uh, win, you will win a free book of your choice. And the and you'll be able to choose from any of the books that we've used for our clues. So make sure that you are sending us emails and messages if you are interested in being a part of this um, drawing. Very good, Cameron. We hope to hear from everyone, correct? Yes. So we yep. need a clue for the next episode. What might that be, Cameron? Well, do you know any famous lawyers? Do I know? That's the clue, huh? Yes, that's the is clue. Is it a female lawyer we're yes, looking for? Yes, it is a female lawyer we are looking for. Okay, that's a great clue. Thank you, everyone, for listening to us. We'd like to hear from you. Yes. See you the next time. It's been fun, Super Sleuths. Now make sure to submit your answers to who you believe is our mystery famous person and the three vocabulary words. Also, be sure to look for future episodes of the Super Sleuth podcast on SoundCloud. And if you have any questions or comments, you can contact us on our SoundCloud page. Please join Bill and Cameron again for more time traveling. And in the meantime, great job, Super Sleuths. <laughs>